Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. So Kathy asks, Jonathan, what do you do when you've lost your motivation to create? How do you get your mojo back? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Messenger, welcome to the Market Your Message show. I'm Jonathan, author of the book Your Message Matters, and our goal here is to help you rise above the noise and get paid for what you know. Now, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to overcome procrastination and get your mojo back. How do you do that? Whether you consider yourself to be a creative person or you want to create content or you want to write, you want to speak, you want to coach, you want to work for yourself, whatever it is, that's what today's episode is all about. So here's what you're going to discover today. You're going to discover a simple 30-minute trick to get your focus back today. Yes, this can be implemented today. We're also going to talk about what dolphins, bears, lions, and wolves have to do with your productivity. And yes, there is a connection. And how a simple play button can boost your focus. And I can't wait to share this with you. It's been magical to me. But before we get into all of that, maybe you're wondering, Jonathan, where do I get started? You know, I've been wanting to figure out what kind of business to start. I want to know how to get started. What's my niche? Who's my audience? How do I show up best? Do I even have anything valuable that someone would pay me for? Do I have knowledge people would actually pay to get from me? Well, if you've had any of those questions, the best place to start is our best download that gets downloaded almost every day. In fact, I would say multiple times a day. And that is our Discover Your Message Blueprint. This is a nine-page guide that'll walk you through how to discover your purpose, people, and passion. And you can grab it today by going to marketyourmessage.com slash discover. All right, so let me start by going back a few years ago to when I was really, really struggling with being productive. You see, back in 2009, I was tired. My life was busy. I had a day job. I had uh, two small kids at the time. They were young. And you know how those young kids are. They're very energetic and use up a lot of your times. We were going to Little League games. We had church activities. And in the midst of all of that, I wanted to start my own business. But I didn't know how I was going to make it happen. How am I going to carve out time? And when I finally get an hour to work on this business... How do I actually focus enough to get something done? Have you been there? Well, that is what today's session's all about. I want to share with you four tips to help you 
To overcome that procrastination, maybe whether you would consider it to be writer's block or just having the difficulty to focus, we're gonna give you four tips today to help you overcome that procrastination you've been feeling. So let's get right to it. Tip number one is to do a 30-minute focus session. Whenever I feel like I've kind of gone off the wagon or I've been distracted and I've been pulled in a million different places and I feel like I've, I've not given any work significant time, I often pause, take a deep breath and say, how can I focus on just one thing for the next 30 minutes? Now, oftentimes, I usually try to connect it to a quarterly goal that I have. I typically try to have three quarterly goals so that anytime I feel like that I've lost focus, I can go back to that list and say, what is something I can do right now for the next 30 minutes to just get myself back to focus? I learned this from a book that I recommend that everybody read, and it's called Deep Work by Cal Newport. Now, if you've not heard of this book or you've not read this, I highly recommend it. For anybody who wants to create content, this book will help you to understand. In fact, look at the subtitle of this. It's called Rules for Focused Success in a Distracted World. Doesn't that describe us today? I mean, you can't work on a computer and not be distracted. The, the pings coming from your uh, email uh, inbox or social media that's constantly pinging. We have text messages, so many things that are pulling at our attention. One of the things that was talked about in the book was this idea of attention residue. And what that means is anytime you are distracted, it can take you almost up to 20 minutes to get back to that same level of focus. And so what you need to do is figure out how to find a quiet place and do a 30-minute focus session. Now, I'll be giving you more details in a second on how I actually do that, but I wanna share with you just a couple more principles in this book. One of the things that Cal talks about is the difference between deep work and shallow work. Shallow work is oftentimes logistical style task, usually performed while you're distracted. Now, while it's okay to do that, we don't want our entire day to be shallow work because oftentimes the best work, the work that makes the biggest impact and the work that you are gonna get paid for is not in the shallow work, it's in the deep work. Now, the way that I defined deep work, I took his definition and I simplified it because that's what I like to do. And this is how I define deep work. Distraction-free concentration that allows you to spend time with your unique ability. Do you have distraction-free concentration that allows you, as a creative, to spend time with your unique ability? Then later, on in the book, he talks about why we need deep work more than ever. And here's why. And I thought this was so interesting and I've never forgot it. He calls it the two core abilities for thriving in this economy. Number one, the ability to quickly master hard things. So those people who have the ability to shut out the world for a little bit and dive in and focus on some hard things and quickly learn them, 
Maybe it's a new topic. Maybe it's a new skill. Maybe it's something new that you know you want to do. What is going to set you apart is the ability to quickly master hard things. And then number two is the ability to produce at an elite level. If we are going to produce at an elite level, if we're going to show up for those people we want to serve and help, we have to learn the art of carving out deep work. I like to call them focus sessions. Now, one of the things that I challenge you not to do, and I'll mention this again in just a minute, is you don't want to go, okay, I need to do focus sessions, so I'm going to block off my whole evening for the next three days or my entire day tomorrow, and I'm going to do deep work, and then we just become discouraged. Because we, it's kind of like deciding you want to start exercising and then go running 10 miles tomorrow and then waking up the next morning and going, I'm not doing that again. Start simple. And that's why my first tip is to just do a 30-minute session. Look at your calendar right now and say, when is a time where I can put in the calendar focus session for 30 minutes? And then I want you to choose something whether that's to create a blog post, maybe it's to work on writing your next book, maybe it's figuring out the outline of your next book, maybe it's creating the outline of an online course, maybe it's getting some topics together for a podcast you want to launch. Whatever it is, choose one thing to work on and choose a 30-minute focus session. So that is tip number one. Tip number two to overcome procrastination is to use the power of focus music. Now, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a big music person. That doesn't mean every once in a while I don't like to put some music on or enjoy having some music. But, you know, for some people, like, music is their thing. Like, they have to have it on when they're, you know, getting ready in the morning and when they're commuting to work and maybe even while they're working. That's not me. But here's what I do know. With us, our brains, we've discovered a lot about our brains in the last five to 10 years. You know, it used to be that we didn't know a lot, a whole lot about our brain. But now we know that certain beats or the certain rhythms can move us into focus. And so that's why I use something called Brain.fm. Now, Brain.fm can be an app on your phone or you can use it on your computer and you want to ideally use headphones. And there's all different styles of music, so whatever works for you. I would highly recommend not to do music that has words in it. That can be distracting. So you want to focus on some music that can actually help you to focus. Now, Brain.fm has a claim on their front of their website that's getting you into focus in 15 minutes. And there is something magical, I will say, about this. Now, one of my favorites is called Lo-Fi Focus. I just really like the beat and the rhythm, and it helps me to tune out any kind of audio distraction that I might have and helps me to focus. So take that tip and add it to your 30-minute focus session. So again, typically what I'll do if I feel like I've fallen off the wagon is I will say, okay, I am going to jump in for the next 30 minutes, and the Brain.fm app actually allows you to put 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, whatever you want, and uh, sets the timer and also plays the music. So there you go. There's tip number two, use the power of focus. And here's the tip 
kind of a little bonus tip I want to throw with you. We're, we're kind of in the middle of this. I've given you two tips. I got two more to share with you, but here's what I want you to know. And this is something I often have said to myself and to people in my family. It's okay to have a bad day, but it's not okay to have a bad week. And here's what I mean by that. It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to have a day where, you know what, I didn't get good sleep last night, or this is on my mind, or I got this kind of news today, and I'm just having a bad day. It's okay. It's okay to have a bad day. But you, my friend, have the power to control how the rest of your week goes. It's what you do after you have a bad day that determines your ability to recover and to get back to contributing and to making a difference in other people's lives. And so it's okay to have a bad day. It's not okay to have a bad week. I hope that tip serves you well, which helps me to lean into tip number three. Now this I would say is probably a discovery I've made in the last year. And I kind of knew this about myself, but this like gave words to what I was sensing and feeling. And here's tip number three, no, your chronotype. Know your chronotype. Now, have you heard about chronotypes? Do you know anything about chronotypes? Here's the thing. Each and every one of us have a certain circadian rhythm. That means you have a certain time of day. You have a, a ticking clock inside of you where you're more alert than other times of the day. Have you ever heard this idea of like early birds or night owl or things like that? Well, there was a uh, basically a doctor in psychology who's also known as, uh, I think his name is Dr. Sleep. Uh, the Sleep Doctor is what he goes by. And his name is David Bruce. And he wrote a book, which was kind of a, come out of a landmark study called The Power of When, W-H-E-N. And The Power of When presents to you that there are four chronotypes. In fact, you are one of these four chronotypes. And once you discover which chronotype you are, you can um, rearrange your day to work on the deep work during the time of day when you're most alive, when you have the most energy, when you have the most creative power. Makes sense, right? So I want to introduce to you these four chronotypes right now. So first, there are the lions. Now this represents about 15 to 20% of the population. These are the morning types. These are your early birds. These are people who typically bound out of bed and their best work is done in the mornings. That's when it's done best. Typically by the afternoons, they are depleted. They uh, don't do their best work in the afternoons and the evenings, it's definitely time to go to bed. <laughs> They're definitely not staying out at parties late at night. Bears. Bears are the midday types. These are people who, they're not morning people, but they're not night people either. They're kind of midday people. It takes them a while to get started, but they have their most creative energy midday and even some into the afternoon, but by evenings they're tired again. This actually represents about 50% of the population. Then there's wolves. Wolves are the afternoon, I would even say evening types to some degree. So they start getting their charge in the afternoon, evening, maybe even right before dinner. It's like they start really getting, you know, 
getting energized and creative and then they almost see our dinner as a distraction because it's like I'm just starting to get in my groove. Then finally, there's the dolphins. This represents 10% of the population. These are the late night types. These are the people who come to life late at night. And maybe even if you have had a hard time in your life going to bed at night because your mind is racing all the time, could be that you're a dolphin. Now, here's what's interesting. So I uh, have a wife and a son and a daughter. So there's four of us in our family. We all took this test about a year ago, and we're essentially four different types. I believe that's what we are. We're four different types. So I'm the lion type, uh, and that's why for me, I like to protect my mornings. My mornings are protected. I try to have no meetings in the mornings because that's when I'm going to do my deep work. That's when I'm going to do my best creative work. By the afternoons, like when I'm done with uh, doing this show, because I'm as I'm recording this, is just getting into the afternoon, I'm usually like ready to take a break, maybe even a little nap, because I've already like spent out my energy. My wife is a bear. Now, don't take that literal. I'm not saying she's a bear to be around, <laughs> but my wife doesn't really, she doesn't really consider herself a morning person. She likes taking her time getting ready. But she gets energized midday and even part of the afternoon. And then by nighttime, she's ready to go to sleep. My daughter starts getting her mojo going. She's a wolf in the afternoons. And my son, he's a dolphin. He just starts getting into his creative energy. He does, uh, he's 16, but he's doing a lot with uh, video gaming and coding and writing his own music for his video games. And he finds that in the evenings is when He's most energized when he's excited about it. And so the point is, figure out what your chronotype is and then try your best to design it around your creative work. That's why for me, remember I told you at the beginning of my story, I was trying to start a business on the side. Well, for me, I started my business between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. every morning. So Monday through Friday, those were 10 hours a week when I could give time and attention to growing my online business, my blog, before I gave time away to my employer. And when I combined that with focus sessions, I started being more productive. I'm like, man, I can get more done in 10 hours than I could with 30 hours in the evening. And that is what worked for me. But your mileage may vary. So that is tip number three. Finally, tip four, let's bring this all together. Add one focus session each week. Add one focus session each week. And here's what I mean by that. So I want you to start simple. If you feel like you've kind of gotten off the productivity wagon and you feel like you've lost your motivation, then I just want you to focus on one 30-minute session. That's it. Don't try to create a master plan. And then if that works for you, next week, I want you to shoot for two 30-minute focus sessions. Get them on your calendar. Week three, let's go for three. Week four, let's go for four. And eventually, I would love to see you do one 30-minute session five times a week. Now, maybe for some of you, you can't do Monday through Friday. Maybe you need to add in a Saturday. Maybe a Saturday morning might work for you. Maybe you need to skip Monday mornings because it just doesn't work. 
Or maybe you don't need to do mornings. Maybe you need to look at evenings and late evenings. Find the time that works for you. So I'm curious, were those tips helpful? Did you find something useful in today's session? I hope you did. And also, if you don't know where to start and you're trying to figure out where do I get started, I don't even know where to start, then don't forget about our Discover Your Message Blueprint. This is a nine-page guide that lays out for you the plan to discover the three most important things in launching a business, personal brand business, an online business, and that is what your what is your purpose, it means how you show up best, who are your people, the people you should be serving, and what's the passion, the problem you want to solve. And this guide will help you get started. Just go to marketyourmessage.com slash discover. All right. Hope you enjoyed that episode. If so, would you take a moment and like, share, or subscribe, or even review our show? And also, what topics would you like for me to cover in future episodes? Let me know. But until then, never forget, your message matters.